welcome to another episode of A Pathetic Podcast. Joined with me always is my good pal Christian. He's beautiful, he's great, and he's a weeb ass, I don't, almost called you a bitch, but dork. Good guy. Dorky. I'm kind of a bitch. Uh, I mean, we all are a little bit. Weird. I mean, I don't watch Lilo and Stitch, but I'm kind of a bitch. We are kind of a bitch watches Lilo and Stitch and Richie Rich. Richie Rich, yeah. Followed by the Will Smith movie. Hitch. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, again, as always, um, I my name is Pat, but most famously and most importantly known, I'm known by my extremely massive Twitter account, at Scented Glad Bag. So if you could just take a break, turn this podcast off, don't watch it. Um, go to Twitter and follow at Scented Glad Bag on Twitter.com, uh, strongest army on Twitter, um, biggest account in the world. Um, we have a new jingle. Chili Actually, that's um, yeah. No, that's my jingle. For a second there, I thought you were singing Davy Crockett. So like, <laughs> Davy. <laughs> See, like, like the same notes are hit there. But anyway, uh, follow at Scented Gladbag on Twitter.com. Uh, follow Pod Pathetic if you want to follow us. That's the one that he answers. Not important. Who cares? That's the official podcast Twitter. But my Twitter at Scented Gladbag is the official podcast Twitter. Yeah, the uh, the podcast Twitter is what you go to if you ever actually need anything, questions about the show, uh, if you want to know any of the equipment we use or anything like that, anything of actual value, you would ask the podcast Twitter because I will answer. If anyone's if anyone's listening right now, they fell asleep on their laptop that's on their chest. Oh, thank you for that was a hair dog hair because I'm at, oh was it, I'm glad it wasn't one of my hairs. Um, some bold claims to just get out of the way while we're here. Um, maybe some promises that I can't keep, but uh, at Scented Gladbag on Twitter, most popular Twitter account of all time, most followers there has ever been on Twitter. Um, no bigger account, strongest army on the internet, strongest army on Twitter.com, at Scented Gladbag on Twitter. Follow at Scented Gladbag on Twitter. Which also, um, it's giving a cancellation at this point. Um, make sure unscented Gladbag um, for all of you people who agree with me that this monster needs to be stopped. Hey guys, wake up. I know you just fell asleep. Wake up everybody. Follow at Gladbag on Twitter.com. Um, also, uh, Apathetic Podcast, strongest, uh, most followed podcast on the internet. Um, on top of that, we have a show that's going to be premiering on PAX right up right before Doc. Uh, Apathetic Podcast on Christian Drama Net- Network. I feel like we, we made the claim that PAX is a Christian network, but we didn't bother to determine if it actually was or not. Uh, it stands for Pentecostal Apostle... Xerox. Xylophone. That's what everybody uses the X for, xylophone. Uh, do you, did you ever not have a phonetic alphabet printed out when we were working at a call center and you were like, uh, Z is in z- xylophone? <laughs> no, because I just went Z is in Zeta. Like Zeta? every normal person nah, who, dude, would, like, who has an intelligence I mean, have, z, of any type. Z is in Xenon Girl of the 21st century. <laughs> And then I would shout out Protozoa, um, greatest pop artist on this earth and beyond. Have you noticed that uh, most recently in all of our group chats and everything, my favorite thing to say lately has been Yetus Lapidus? Okay, please. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a Harry Potter spell because I've just been throwing spells No, that's from Xenon. Is it really? It's Zetus Lapidus, but it's yeet. When you yeet on somebody, you say Yetus Lapidus. Oh, okay. So for a second, I thought that you... Because I was making a joke about something or someone that looks like they don't have an upper lip. And I thought that you were saying a Harry Potter joke about yeeting a lip. So I thought you were saying yeetus lipidus. Like no, saying, I'm saying yeetus lipidus like zetus lipidus from Xenon. Why is my decom knowledge so much better than yours? Dude, that's because if something has a fucking lore, you follow it. <laughs> dude, anything that... Dude, anything... I can be like... Have, uh, I watched A Bug's Life the other day and you'd be like, dude, A Bug's Life goes so much deeper and don't fucking... Get Get it crossed with ants, dude. It is a. I mean, that's true. You can't get it crossed with ants. It's a completely different, uh, different theme there. If something has a fucking again, back to you being a dork. If something has a lore, you know it. 
which is impressive. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. Okay. It's like a, it's like a tick, you know, I just have to learn everything I can about everything. That's why I like anime. Cause I'm a fucking dork. Who likes <laughs> to learn shit about shit. Um, but yeah, packs, um, <laughs> uh, uh, what KTXA? Can, can you explain what Doc is, by the way? So Doc, that I, which I plugged was okay. So there's there's every now and then I'll remember something and I completely will think I've made it up because nobody will remember it and it's usually him that will remember. One was um, allegedly there was a Dr Pepper commercial that I remember growing up that nobody else remembers and I can't find any evidence of it online. Where the the Jingle was like, nothing's better, Dr. Pepper. We have talked about that on the podcast, too. I'm, I'm sure we have. It's been many episodes now, but like nobody else remembers that but you, so you're keeping me anchored on that. I'm telling you, though, that was a local thing. I'm pretty positive that was a local I'm thing. T- desperate to find it because... It, we're gonna we're gonna tag Dr Pepper to like figure this out. Dr Pepper at Dr please. Pepper. Did you used to have a little advertisement that said nothing's better, Dr Pepper? <laughs> Maybe it was local to Texas. I'm gonna put a note in here to tweet. <laughs> tweet at tweet Dr Pepper. Dr P. <laughs> tweet from P to, to Dr, Dr. P. P. Today on tweets from P to Dr P. <laughs> Um, we just need to find it out. Okay, so hold on. Ba- oh, yes, I've got it. I remembered. Um, Doc was a, a really bad daytime network TV drama for like stay-at-home moms. I was guess. it like a soap or was it like a regular okay. like doctor drama? It was like it was like the the first of all, it stars Billy Ray Cyrus still in his mullet era. So if that helps, but which it, is the best Billy Ray Cyrus? It's as if there was um, at the massive pack skyscraper, there was a board meeting where somebody was just. Slammed down some papers and we're like, I have an idea. And they're like, it's like ER, but lower budget and more dramatic. And all like all the. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Was it like ER or was it like General Hospital? It was like a combo of both. Lower the budget and turn up like the uh, the saxophone induced dramatic parts. <laughs> saxophone <laughs> induced like, dramatic wing, parts. <laughs> now you know that I'm gonna have to go try and find some dramatic saxophone Dude, music for dramatic, everything that we do dramatic now. <laughs> sad saxophone music that's used for trans. You know, what, honestly, I might have made that part up, but it's what I want it to be. Or but it's like uh, it's like the end of Long Order episodes when they have that like one little <laughs> run that plays at the end and it fades. But yeah, so anyway, the show Doc, which was like just a really bad hospital drama starring mullet Billy Ray Cyrus, fresh off achy breaky heart. Uh, And I I brought it up to like my wife and I roughly the same age. So I brought it up to her this morning because I randomly thought about it. And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I was like, you didn't watch network TV. She's like, yeah, we didn't even have cable till I was in high school. I was like, then you, you had to have at some point accidentally came across doc like there had to have been a point where like you're you're at your parents friend's house or something like yeah put the kid in front of the fucking tv and doc's on wait so uh what was your favorite local tv network as a child depends are we talking saturday morning okay yeah so we do have to do it in in kind of a few different stages right you've got saturday morning you've got after school and then you've got general daytime okay saturday morning there's a <laughs> there's only one right answer for Saturday mornings, Hold by on. the way. There's a there's a hard line between Kids WB, and, which is the right and, answer, and Fox Kids. Here's the thing. No, no, Here's, no, not even no, close. Dude, we not ag- even close, dude. We agree, but do Kids <laughs> WB have fighting foodons? I don't fucking think so. Do you remember? Okay, so the, like Kids WB was like, we got the good ones. We got Yu Gi Oh, we got Pokemon, and all the superhero stuff was on WB, and all the superhero stuff. But Fox Kids was like, fuck, we need a Yu-Gi-Oh. How about fighting food ons? Which was a food-themed monster what did dueling. Fo- what did Fox Kids turn into? Because it was on uh, KDFI here, which it, which was like the local... I think it just went away. I literally think it just went away. Because um, isn't that the one that had like Bobby's World on it and stuff? Yes, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Bobby's fuck, World. Dude, there was so much... Gu- and I think like Gumby was on it when we were kids, maybe. No! I remember that because my sister and I used to have extreme arguments about, are we going to watch Bobby's World or Gumby? And I was like, fuck you. We're, I was I was three years old, and I was like, fuck you, bitch. We're watching Gumby. Shut the fuck up. I was three years old. Which, go back now and watch Gumby and don't have the audio from the show on. Just turn the sound off and watch Gumby and see how terrifying it is. The reason <laughs> the reason that I'm, a, I'm such a psycho now is because of my affinity for shows like Gumby as a child. And my sister's like, I'm a normal kid. I want to watch Bobby's World. No. 
was like, listen up, bitch. We're <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, though. Uh, did you ever watch Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, the YouTube thing? What is it like? A um, Are you afraid of the dark? But for YouTube? No, it's like uh, it's like a, it's like one of those like horror like you remember how Marble Hornets was yeah, a yeah. thing and stuff like that. It's like a it's like a horror like thing on YouTube. But it was um, and if you haven't ever seen it, it's really good. You should watch it. It was like a um, it was like a kids show, but like really really weird shit would happen as the episodes would progress. Is that the one that had that weird like claymation like? Like, just so, creepy shit. So they go, like, in between different styles, right? Like, it starts as, as like, character people in costumes, and then, like, the animation will go to, like, that the shitty, like, 3D animation from, yeah. like, 2001 and stuff like that. Like, there's a there's an episode where, like, they're, I think they're inside of a computer or something, and it's got, like, shitty 3D, uh, like, uh, animation or whatever. Dude, you have to watch I don't know, it. I've it's never so heard of dope. this, yeah. It's so good. Don't hug me, I'm scared. It's from, like, uh... A couple years ago, I want to say, I don't, I don't remember when it came out, but dude, I love Don't Hug Me. I'm scared. I love shit like that though. I love like the, the weird like, like uh, YouTube horror stuff that just kind of has its own. It's got like its own little story to it. Yeah. And they don't last long either. That's the thing. I like the ones that are shorter. Well, that's how you get hooked because then you'll watch four hours of yeah, it. Yeah, because Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is only like five episodes, I think, or something like that. But dude, it's so good. They have like songs and stuff like. Like, because uh, it's supposed to be like a kid show, so they have like songs that they wrote to put into the show. But then, like, usually during the song, it'll just devolve into just absolute psychotic mess. Is it They're, under the guise of a kid show, or is it like, is it like a, a, a adult show that's creepy, but it's framed as like as part of the what makes it creepy? Is it supposed to look like a kid show? Yeah, or is it, yeah, okay. yeah. Because yeah. like the 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 thing is that it is a kid show, but it's like you know, obviously it's a adult oriented like horror thing. But no, nah, dude, it's so good, and it's, it's, it gets so weird. Like every episode is super weird. So you Patricked, by the way, did I? Because there's one thing that Kids WB didn't have that Fox Kids did, which is so transitionally. What do you have? Maybe some special effects. Cool on Kids WB. Mm-hmm. A dumbass frog. Uh, don't frog. talk shit about Dude, the frog. Stupid frog that like, oh, I'm gonna dress like the Peanut Man, and oh, I'm gonna, no, no top hat, top hat frog, not fucking funny. Um, what did you, have, did you have? Did you have? Did you have? PSAs that look like they were made as a high school film project? <laughs> no. There's. Did you have? You gotta stop. Breathe. Count to three. Teaching oh, I remember how to that not one. Rage I remember that one. Because there was one where it was two kids playing video games and they had two paper plates of pizza. And it was a uh, brother and sister. Yeah, very standard childhood. The brother or the sister or the friend steps on the brother's pizza, and he goes, oh, "Why'd you step on my? <laughs> why'd you step on my pizza, Lamo?" And they're like, "Lamo isn't even in the dictionary." And they were just about to start fucking <laughs> shooting each other. What if? What if as soon as they stepped on the pizza, they just started swinging immediately? Just start dude, <laughs> just a fucked up. We should remake that, but ah, uh, got my boobly. Got the um, got the glass topo for you. And um. There was also a couple more, but it was always like for some reason it was always Fox Kids always had PSAs about controlling your ch- like your childish rage. <laughs> it was, I love that. It was always about like don't fucking beat the shit out of your friends in elementary school. Hey, that was good for me though. I was a pretty angry kid. Well, I was an angry preteen, preteen into teenager. I was an angry, angry kid. But I also think that th- those carried the term lamo into the next generation <laughs> because I would have never remembered the term lamo. And they all had like the middle part hair and probably like a leather right, jacket right. or something. So you're gonna give me the fox kid bullshit, even though WB is the correct answer for Saturday morning. Oh, oh, WB's programming elite. Now, did Fox Kids get the um, the great value version of that? Which I don't want to hear. I want only respect on the name of Digimon, please. Um, I had a Digimon VHS, by the way. It was like the first three episodes, and it was the best shit ever. I'd watch it on repeat all the time. Um, did you have a, a Digivice? No, I didn't. Oh, dog, I, I never Digivice. Did. You know what else I had? I, dude, I never got, like, I never did the toys for anything. Like, I, I, I think I had maybe, like... The only thing that I really got toys for was Star Wars, like, because episode one came out when I was, like, seven or something like that. Just <laughs> have a closet, like, a drawer full of Tamagotchis. Well, dude, I had, like, uh, like, oh, shit, uh, the, um, 
they had like a communicator. Do you remember that? Like the yeah. little thing that he like checks his midi chlorians. Yeah. I had that, but it was huge. <laughs> and it had like it had like little lines from the movie in it and yeah. shit. So you just press it, and it would be like his midi chlorian count is off the chart or some shit like that. But uh, no, I didn't ever get like like the toys for even like. I collected cards. I did the card collection for Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, but I never got like the. I mean, it, so Dual Disc was a little bit after my time because Dude, I only Dual. really watched the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh. But like, I never got the Dual Disc. I never got the glove with the stars on it. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, I never got any of that. I just got like cards and shit like that because I'm a fucking nerd. We used to have this saying where, because um, we were all like off sleep and half of us were like Adderall out and hungover and stuff, and we we're working at the Drake place. Um, sometimes if we could smooth talking enough and if, and if the client was in such a hurry, we could turn a, like a six hour job into a, into a drop off, which uh, normally we would have to set it and do grueling manual labor. If we turn it to a drop off, we've earned ourselves several hours of paid labor, but we don't have to do any of it. So sometimes if we just were like, they'd be like, Oh yeah, if you guys could just, uh, we got, got about three hours so you can get started and we're like, fuck, we're not going to get home till tomorrow. We'd be like, Oh dude, well, if you're good at it, which all of us had the talent yeah, after a while, but it was like, sure. well, if it's easier for you and your crew, well, we can just go ahead and drop this off. And you guys, it's super easy to set up. Um, I can show you how it works and then we can just be out of your hair. And sometimes you'd be like, Oh yeah, I can get my crew to do that. And after a while, all of us started saying that, uh, they stumbled into our trap card. <laughs> like, or uh, do the not this time Kaiba. Like not this time Kaiba. Which <laughs> is which for for you youngins, not this time Kaiba is the equivalent of the Uno reverse card. Basically, yeah. it, it's the same thing. So if 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 uh, if you guys are tired of the Uno reverse card meme, you can just hit him with a not this time Kaiba. And we'd just be like, uh, we'd be just so tired. Be like I like half asleep. Like I slapped on my motherfucking dual disc and they stumbled <laughs> into my fucking trap card. But um. Back back to Digimon real quick. Well, we haven't even gotten to what you would watch after school. We only did Saturday morning. Oh mornings. fuck, we forgot the bit. Forgot the bit. Another bit. Another bit by Apathetic Podcast is forgot the bit. Ruined it. Um. So morning. First of all, the last thing I'll say: Pokemon evolving. They turn into a light. They evolve. Boring as fuck. Um. Digimon digivolving every single Digimon episode. Digimon digivolving every single episode. Dude, there was an opera guy that goes, Change into <laughs> digital champions to save the digital world. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. So what, what we're doing right now is we're causing a divide because what you're saying is that the Digimon theme song is better than the Pokemon theme song. Okay, I will say this. Um, kids WB Kids... Probably all graduated college have good jobs now. Um, Fox Kids, kids, been to jail at least once. <laughs> <laughs> if you were into Digimon when you were a kid, you've been to jail for sure. Dude, I'm saying I was a blend of both. So I'm a little, sometimes I'm an angel. I can be your angel or I can be your devil. <laughs> Dude, I was a little. I fucked with kids WB and I also fuck with Fox. Sometimes I like to dip my toe in the naughty side and fuck with Fox Kids a little bit. Here's the thing, though. No, that sounds so the, bad. The main Enjoy reason, Fox Kids. The main reason that Kids WB outdoes Fox Kids though is not Pokemon. It's Static Shock. Uh, there was like <laughs> the, Dude, the little Romeo rap at the Dude, beginning of it. Was it. Like, <laughs> Superhero Static Shock. Fuck yeah, dude. That's my shit. Static Shock is the best. Um, That's a great show, okay, by the way. So if you haven't ever watched Static Shock, you've you're Static Shock goes hard as fuck. Um, so for afternoon after programming, I'm, even Stevens was on Disney. But we're talking about we're talking about network tv not cable oh fuck um because here's the thing i know my answer my answer for absolute even even into my older years was always pbs because you can do anything else while pbs is running and enjoy what's on pbs dude arthur dog i was about to say go watch arthur man i was gonna say toonami and be the elite of this entire thing but then you well yeah toonami is isn't obvious but you know what are you gonna do if we both had siblings right mm mm-hmm. Your sister has the TV downstairs that has the cable on it. I had to go upstairs to the one TV that we had upstairs that only had the local channels. I'm going to watch PBS. Well, the problem with uh, – you not bad, the, which is good. Network TV cartoons, great. The problem with After School Kids WB, which wasn't bad, but it was just reruns. It was yeah, never it was all new. reruns. Um, but fuck, everything man. was everything was all reruns. Dude, Cartoon Network, Disney, and Toonami had so, well, Toonami was Cartoon Network, but had such good shit that this is really fucking my shit up. I guess I'll just have fuck it. PBS After School, 
PBS. Yeah. What's the uh, what was the next category? The next category is like daytime. So like if you stay home sick from school, what are you watching? Oh, please, dude. What was the what was the one that played Everybody Loves Raymond all the time? Um, I can't. I think that was KDFI, dude. No, but here's here's the thing. I remember KDFI for after or for like when you stay home from school because they would play ten episodes of Happy Days in a row, and I would just watch Happy Days. I loved Happy Days, and they would. But like, here's the thing though. I'm so split. Just on, you, a child at home watching Happy Days. You fucking, watch all the you time. Fucking freak. I'm, I'm split though. I'm split though because. I loved watching Happy Days, but Happy Days, it would be like three episodes, and then they would go to like Bonanza or some shit, and like I didn't want to watch dude, fucking Bonanza. You're, you are an, an old man and a child. <laughs> like, dude, imagine me like, hey, mom, mom, if I eat all of my, mom, if I eat all my macaroni and I eat all my chicken nuggets, can I please watch Happy Days? And she'd be like, what the, f- yeah, sure, fuck. <laughs> I just, I just wanted the happy life, you know, that's all it was. I just, happy Days, Happy Life, Happy man. Days, Happy Life. <laughs> um, okay, so daytime programming. Um, so it would be also, also, I will say that I did like, uh, UPN, you, was UPN the one that would play a current event? No, UPN was like, um, like, uh, Martin and shit like that. Uh, oh, and like the Wayne's brothers and shit. Or? Yeah. Like, I think they play like reruns of Moesha and shit like okay, that. So I, I really watched like. Whatever played shitty sitcom reruns, so I'd watch it. Dude, I, the, dude, the the deep lore and everybody loves Raymond. Man, I'm there, and Deborah, and fucking, um, and uh, fucking uh, current event used to play. So it's like I would be like 13, like the redo of not the 80s one or whatever, yeah, but the redo yeah. of a current event. And I remember just being like. Like a, like my voice is cracking and like I'm getting like my first like mustache hairs and I'm like man what's going on and Katrina that's fucked up man like um yeah okay FEMA and just like and I'm like a child just <laughs> watching way too much current event now here's the ultimate test though do you remember all the numbers for all the channels when you were a kid okay these are the cable ones okay mm-hmm. and I remember them because they all went in a line so there was 36 64 and 42. 36 was Disney, 64 was Cartoon Network, and 42 was Nickelodeon. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and 64 was Comedy Central. I learned that later on in dude, life. Dude, you just hacked into my fucking brain. Because, <laughs> um, and then I think 43 was MTV or 45? No, MTV was farther down. Uh, 44 and 45 were TBS and TNT. Dude. But the local channels, 13 was PBS. 33 was WB. WB. 27 was KDFI. 14 was Fox Kids. Was Fox Kids came on KDFI. What's was KDFI? Was that 21? Because KDFI, it was Fox Kids when we were younger, and then it turned into the four kids stuff, I think, wow. later on. Because it had like the Sonic. Uh, you remember the Sonic animated show? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it had that shit on it later on. But yeah, it was. So it was 13 was P- PBS. 21 was UPN, 27 was KDFI, and 33 was WB. Yeah, but I only remember that because it was WB 33 locally or whatever. Yeah. Um, And it just lined up with ours. Um, I remember I used stuff. to watch this. It was like it was like a twenty inch screen, but the TV weighed about like seventy. Oh yeah, seventy absolutely. fucking pounds. My, my TV, my TV when I was a kid, like God, it had to have been thirteen inches, maybe. It was so tiny. You're officially you're, okay. So you're you're either almost thirty or above thirty if you ever have one of those TVs that has the I think you said like the the fourteen inch screen, maybe smaller, and had the built in VHS at yeah. the bottom. That shit went yeah. hard as fuck. See, and mine had the didn't even have on the mine back. didn't even have the built in VHS. Oh, dude, dude, what a man! You're. you're Dude, Your whole childhood's mine fucked even, up. Mine didn't even have like the uh, what do you call them, like the VGA cables or whatever, where you could plug stuff into the TV. I had to do it. I had to do it using the um, the cable connection, which was the only thing that was in the back. I had to unplug it from the wall and plug it into the v- VCR. Dude, I to beat, watch stuff. I beat Halo Two um, split screen, by the way, with my friend Kale on one of those tiny little built-in VS. And it's just funny. Cause like back then, like now it's like, Oh, if you got a hundred dollars, you can buy like a 50 inch TV back then. It was like that little TV was like a, you know, a hundred or $200. Oh, I, th- I thought it was the best shit in the world. Oh, dude, I was like, no fucking way. But I can't believe you didn't even have those cables, which is just like, 
Dude, but I was so hyped to have that TV, though, because I was so... Uh, my sister did not have a TV in her room. I was allowed to have a TV and a computer in my room when I was a kid. Oh, so you're which, Ferris Bueller? Which is why I'm a fucking introvert, and I don't like to leave my room <laughs> ever. Because I did everything as a kid in my room. Like, I'd go out and play and shit like a normal kid, but, dude... Everything I ever did was inside of my room. I remember having that TV going when I started like becoming a teenager, and I remember sitting in my room, um, just laying in my bed. Which for some reason I slept on a futon for like seven years or something. And <laughs> I, I had a uh, I had a loft bed, which is a bunk bed that doesn't have the bottom. Oh, I know. Bunk. Yeah, and um, I remember sitting in there watching like whatever network TV on that small TV. And listening to, like, on some beige, shitty computer speakers, listening to uh, Discovering the Waterfront by Silverstein and just being like, oh, my life sucks. Like, and, like, <laughs> and, like I grew up in, like, uh, a middle-class family that, you know, we went on vacation every few years. Like, it was, like, I just, like, when you're a teenager like that, you just, I remember that TV. Always that TV just brings back me sitting there one day and being like, uh, well, it was, like, <laughs> just the saddest. See, it's funny, though, because I know that my parents never had to worry about me as a kid because they could hear all my shit playing at the same time because I'd be playing, a, I'd be playing. It, uh, I used to play this game on my computer called Heroes of Might and Magic constantly. And God, I would have, that sounds like something you play based off the title. I would have that turned up. I would have the audio from that turned up. And then I would have this little, I had this little radio that was like a hand, like it looked like a little <laughs> hand radio. And it, I would always have that playing uh, The Edge, like back in the day when The Edge would only play like Nirvana <laughs> in my songs. Diary of <laughs> yeah, and Bernie Benjamin. And I would have that, my way. I would have that turned all the way up as well. So... The, my parents could hear me actively playing Heroes of Might and Magic while also listening to the radio, and they know exactly what I'm doing for <laughs> fucking twi- like t- ten hours out of the day. Dude, my parents were never there. Like, it's it's a wonder that I didn't get into more bullshit because my uh, my they weren't even living there half the time because they were um, because of my parents' jobs. They had yeah. like a whole different house. Yeah. Um, As a kid, though, because my childhood home was not my high school home. Like, I moved I moved out of my childhood home where I lived from like I don't know I was like two when we moved in there until like 14 and then in during high school we lived in the house that you've been to which is my parents current the one's house way the fuck out there yeah the yeah. one that's in Mansfield and uh so that was a completely different setup I didn't even watch I hardly watched tv during high school like the only things that I would ever watch on actual tv during high school was um comedy central in the afternoons used to do reruns of scrubs and I watched Scrubs oh, dude, yeah. like every day for probably like three years at least. That made me go back and watch like whenever I was in, I guess I'd already, I was, I was working at Quest at the time. There was one point that I just spent like a week marathoning through that as dude, much I, of that show I, as I, I could. Pro, I, so the way that most people are about The Office, which I am too, I mean, I, I've watched The Office like 10 times, but I've watched Scrubs probably 10, 11 times all the way through. Like to the point where I could like, if you started talking about an episode, I could tell you how it finished type of shit. We lived by that show for a bit. Scrubs is the shit. Um, okay, so that covers morning program, afternoon programming, daytime programming. But we didn't even go into cable. Oh, do you... see cable's dangerous though because there were so many options. First the, of all, in the cable days, did you ever have? Did you ever have? Um, Network, not network cable, but pre-digital cable, where it was just the cord that plugs into your TV and you, you can yeah, power flip. Of course. And do, do you remember watching the TV guide for like 15 minutes at a time waiting for it to scroll back to the channels that you have? No, so here's what I did. <clears throat> I had all of the numbers memorized, and then um, after a while on remotes, they would do previous, where you can like flip to the previous channel immediately. Like, you know, you could go yeah, between yeah, the, two the channels. Button, yeah. And so I would... I would go through all of my channels first, see what was on, pick two shows that were on that I'd want to flip back and forth during the commercial breaks, and I would just flip back and forth between those two during the commercial breaks. And then when that show was over, I would go to the next, like, I would keep cycling through my normal channels, and then whenever I would find something, I would just flip back and forth during commercial breaks. But then you have to strategically make sure, like, if you want to check something else, you have to refix the setup where the right two channels oh, are in listen, the background. This, this, this is, <laughs> I was not playing checkers, motherfucker. I was playing chess as God, people are just like, all right, I'm turning this podcast on. This is so fun. Oh, everybody did that shit, though. Like, you can't sit there and tell me that you did not have this experience. If you're even remotely near our age, this is like, like, I guess we were, we were pre, like, not pre-internet, but pre, 
mobile devices. Yeah. Like if you were a kid pre-mobile devices, then this is absolutely what you did. We still had dial-up internet too, and that. Man, there's a whole different thing I can get into there. Yeah, dial-up internet was rough. But, dude, some of my best, like, childhood memories, though, honestly, are, like, either sitting at my computer playing that game that I was talking about or, like, playing my Game Boy downstairs while somebody else was watching TV and I was just listening to it in the background. And that's really big. I remember um, laying on the couch in my parents' living room and bragging to my whole family that I beat Morrow in 30 minutes because I used the warp zones, dude. Yeah. On my, and I had the, dude, I had the lime green Game Boy Color. Me too. And I, fucking, I still have mine, dude. I fucking found it the other. I was going through some old shit and some boxes dude, my I'm parents pulling, gave me. I'm pulling this bitch out because I still have mine, dude. Okay, well, while you're doing that, I was my parents gave me. My dad was like, "Hey, can we keep a couple boxes of old stuff at your house?" And I'm like, "That's fine," because they moved into an apartment. And he brings 16 boxes of things, which is my entire attic. And then one of the things I opened up had a small box in it that said Patrick. And I cracked that open and it had, did you, you had the lime green one too? Yes. Dude. And I cracked open the box and had a, it still worked perfectly too. Dude. Mine was like time capsule though. Like I had not touched it since I was nine. Fuck. I lost it. Lost it. Who still has their Game Boy, Patrick? It, it is here somewhere. I swear it is here somewhere. He's lost it. It's it funny that he's lost head. his. It still has my Pokemon Yellow in it. So, so mine, I think, still has the same game in it. But guess who didn't lose theirs? I'd like to sing you all a country song about me and Christian. Hey. Patrick still has his Game Boy. These are Pokemon cards. That's all you've got. Don't cl- don't cling to your loss with a box of Pokemon cards. Yeah, I have it. It's here somewhere. Patrick still has his Game Boy. Christian lost his like a little bitch. It's here somewhere. No. I swear. I'm gonna waste half this podcast digging around trying to find this shit. I'm devastated right now. Well. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Patrick Podcast. This is the game, by the way. The Heroes of Mind Magic. And you're still playing it? I mean, I just have it. It doesn't work on any computer now. God, dude. Well, there's going to be some great dead air that we can cut out here. <laughs> I'm fucking devastated. I'm, I am torn inside because I could have sworn I knew where that fucking thing was. I opened now up, it's gone forever. Uh, so I opened up that box that had the Game Boy in it, right? Flawless condition because it hasn't been touched since I was a kid. I lost it at one point. Or no, I got a Game Boy Advance and just threw the old one away. Not threw it away, but put it in a box. Also, you know what was in there? Nothing. A, a Dragon Ball Z card <laughs> that was signed by the guy who played Adult Gohan's voice. Met him at um, Lone Star Comics in Arlington. That's and he, dope. You know they recorded all that shit here, I think. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Um, Funimation. Funimation. They're in Dallas, yeah. They're actually in, I think they're in Flower Mound, which is like right up the road from here. It's like next to Grapevine, basically. But do, you, do you think they'll let us do a tour? <laughs> At Funimation, let us do a tour. A pathetic podcast. Uh, goes to Funimation. Oh, God. So, all right. So now that we've nerded out about shit that only we care about, well, I'm going to fire off the real quick ones for cable. Um, morning, uh, I didn't watch any TV in the morning, so I don't have one before school. Um, I didn't do before school I would TV watch like either. Cribs on MTV if I was. Um, afternoon, Toonami, Elite. Uh, our era had brand new episodes of Dragon Ball Z that still had the blood, so uh, uh, that for sure. And then nighttime, I'm still watching Seinfeld and everybody loves Raymond, baby. See, nighttime was was family TV for me, so it was like um, ER, uh, lots of ER, Full House. Of, uh, yeah, Full House was a constant though because um, oh, that was another channel, ABC Family. Oh. Dude, ass club. There ain't nobody <laughs> like an ass club. Can I show you how? Yeah, that was definitely uh, that was definitely a good one. Look at Joe, she's got the flow. And that was uh, they played they played Full House like all day, every single day for a yeah, long time. It was like that and uh, Family Matters and um, what's the one with. Um, Step by step, step by step, step by step, oh, dude. <laughs> there's, it's. I was thinking about this the other day. How like your memory will store something that you completely can forget about for 15 years at a time, and then just rant. like that jingle. I've not thought about. Was that the Was that the jingle that ended like, make it better every time around? Yeah, I think that was that one. Because uh, what was um, Family Matters had a good one too. It was the oh yeah, it was the days go by. I don't even remember that. You um, don't remember that ju- I remember the show, but I don't remember that jingle at the beginning. Dude, you didn't watch enough Family Matters. Then you weren't an Urkel fan. 
huge Urkel fan, okay? So, <laughs> so back the fuck up. <laughs> Massive Urkel fan. Um, dude, whenever, uh, what was his name, Stefan or whatever? Yeah, Stefan. Stefan, yeah. sexy as hell. Nobody realized it was Urkel. Dude. I need to I need to watch those episodes again because, like, thinking about it now, I realize how fucking weird that shit was. Because he made, he made a contraption that made him cool. Yeah. And that's how that character existed. Um, <laughs> but, and then, yeah, I don't really, a, a lot of times my mom would be really weird about watching too much TV until she bought me one. No, nah, TV was like my babysitter for sure for a long time. Um, but I didn't have, uh, consoles when I was, I, I didn't get a console until I was like 12 or 13. Dude, my mom was super anti video games. So me getting a game boy alone was shocking. And then later on, uh, like whenever PS two had already been out for a few years, I convinced my parents to get me a PS. That was, that was, well, I got a PS two after it had been out for a few years. Well, I and here's got the thing PS2. though, you know what game cemented me being able to get a PS two? What? Kingdom hearts. Because my parents were like, oh, it's Disney characters. You can play that. Dude, I used to play... Uh, I th- I, dude, I never thought about this. I, when I got that PS1, that was the first time that I was exposed to something that was more like, I guess, my introductions to like punk and stuff mm-hmm. were because those soundtracks were so fucking awesome. And I never thought about the fact that that's probably what got me oh, started. Oh, the Tony Hawk games? Yeah, the, the, dude, to- the Tony well, Hawk games. I forgot, games, to, say, yeah, the to-, I forgot to say the Tony Hawk yeah, games. Yeah, the Tony yeah. Hawk games. Um, so I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater for hours on ps1 tony hawk introduced me to a lot of really good bands alkaline trio my first uh, yeah. alkaline trio experience was tony hawk dude they had like um i think like the casualties and like rocket from the crypt and shit like oh yeah I, I remember one of the games had uh it was when my chemical romance was like it was pre my chemical romance getting super huge they had a cover of teenagers from mars that had to have been on like underground yeah it was i yeah. think it was underground one had the cover of Teenage for Teenagers from Mars by My Chemical Romance, which I really like that cover. Teenagers um, from Mars is by Misfits, by the way. God, I'm just, they used to have like the the American Wasteland games had like a, a build your own character thing, and we used to give them stupid names. I can't remember. Not <laughs> not worth not worth talking about. Um, but yeah, so I had a PS One, and then later on, I eventually got a PS Two, and I like honestly, I really wasn't a big. Um, gamer until like i guess whenever i got in high early high school and like the halo games were really popping mm-hmm. i f- i finally got for christmas i got an xbox 360 and just became the biggest halo fan of all time so, and really halo and like fortnite are the only games i played. so anymore. let me ask you this when you first got your playstation did you have games that you finagled your parents to get you but you really shouldn't have had in the first place um based off of their rules Yes and no. Like, a lot of ones were like, I would be like, hey, man, well, you can come spend the night at my house on Saturday, but bring Metal Gear because there's that one scene where the girl takes her clothes off and <laughs> you can look. So, like, there was things yeah. like that. But, like, like really, there was one point that, like, my parents really became – because my mom didn't really – my mom kind of had a second career later in her life. So, became, yeah. they reached a point where, like – they were they were really strict about that kind of thing until like basically my sister was grown because she's way older than me. Oh yeah, there was a big drop off oh, for yeah. me too. Dude, there was one point that they were like, "All right, you're fucking good." So they just stopped watching completely. Yeah. Um, but see, for me, it was my par- or my my mom specifically always had this rule that she didn't mind me playing games necessarily, but she didn't like when it was people shooting people. Like I could play Halo all day long because it was people shooting aliens yeah. technically, but she didn't like me doing people shooting people. But when I was twelve, I think when I first got my PS2. One of the first games I got was Medal of Honor Frontline, which is a dude, World War II fuck, game. Dude, dude <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh, dude, uh, just fucking people up. And then we dude, also. If you haven't played that game, by the way, for anybody who's never played that game, by the way, it takes you through. If you've ever seen the beginning of Saving Private Ryan, you basically play that that whole thing. Oh, dude, it's Trump. Tr- it's, well, I guess now, because back then those were cutting edge graphics and now they aren't. Yeah. But in like Medal of Honor really got push to the side once the Call of Duty boom happened. Like, I think yeah. after... The first Call of Duties were popular, but I think it was, like, COD 4 that it really started just fuck all the other military games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I, I hit the Halo stride after that. I didn't go the Call of Duty route. I went to Halo. Whenever Halo 3 came out, I was all... I mean, I played Halo 2 pretty frequently, but I didn't have a regular Xbox when regular dude. Xbox was the thing. But, dude, Halo 3, I played that constantly. The Pit is the greatest map of all time. Um Anyone yeah. disagrees is a buffoon because it's great placement of power weapons, and uh, it's just a perfectly balanced map. I love Halo Three. Well, I mean, so anyway, lots of things that people aren't going to care about, but us. There, <laughs> well, this is just a this is just a nostalgia, a, a nerdy nostalgia trip for everybody. If you if you're not 
You know, if you're yeah. not down to ride the wave with us, then fuck off. Yeah, I, I, you know, I can't defend you. I can't defend you from Pat's attack. So, so, um, <laughs> so t- t- this podcast is. Uh, before we get into other things, this is a nostalgia trip. It's about nerdy old things. If you don't like it, fuck you. Get hit by a bus. <laughs> but, dude. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't defend you. Normally, I, normally I would say, Pat, that's too far. You can't say things oh, like that. Normally, threats put you uh, put you in online jail. Don't care. Just fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. This is a threat. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still the disappointed parent, but... I'm making. I'm too old. You can't control me anymore. There's a certain point when you just. I'm above can't, 18. Yeah, you can't. I'm, you can't do anything. At some point, you can. You can. He's you got can, his own car. You know, he he can drive himself around. I can't. Job. I can't stop him. I'm legal. Legally, I can. I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. So you can be disappointed in me, but I can make a threat to everybody online. <laughs> you know what? I don't care if it puts me in Facebook jail, Twitter jail, YouTube jail. I don't care. Hashtag unsent to glad bag, everybody. Hashtag unsent to glad bag. This is when sending glad bag from Twitter makes a threat to the internet. <laughs> no. Okay, before the FBI is kicking my door down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Patrick made some legitimate threats. Yeah, I was watching that apathetic podcast, and yeah. one of the hosts was telling me that he was going to like find me. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how? Oh my God, are they popular? It had three views. <laughs> 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 um anyway um dude speaking of twitter oh this, god no like okay i'm not i'm not going to do a spiel about following me on twitter but follow at sent glabag on twitter um recently i had a i had a bit with a friend where i um it was a friend that i knew wasn't going like i made a a, a bit it was a joke about going to a local event and it was me telling a person that i'm not going to that fucking event with them mm-hmm. and I'm friends with the people that put on the event, and a lot of them know me, so I figured that they would know that it was coming from a joke and not insulting their grind, because, hey, do, you know, regardless of your demographic, do your thing, have fun, get paid, that's right. an awesome job. But I found out that, um, you know, while doing that, I noticed that a bunch of people that I've known for a really long time, or people that I know that interact with that, just stopped talking to me, stopped, uh, like unfollowed, <laughs> sent a glad bag on Twitter at follow at sent a glad bag on Twitter. Devastating. And so I noticed that and I, I guess I had talked to some of them and they, they were, they really were thinking that I was being like, fuck your event. And I, dude, I totally wasn't. But, um, it made me realize something uh, on a serious note. It made me realize something about myself and that for some reason, if, and, cause I mean, dude, that literally like I'm so every bit of success those people have had, I've always been, you know, Hey, uh, you know, uh, I like your music. I'm proud of your success. You know, I've always been, you know, supportive, supportive. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, they're people that I knew and I knew them before they were doing that, you right. know? And so, um, and not just them, this is other people that other stupid jokes will make. Cause sometimes I fire stuff off without thinking about how it could be taken. Cause I'm literally never coming from a bad place, but for some reason I'm built differently from like you and the rest of all of my friends, especially in the music scene where if somebody sees me in the wrong way, because of something that's not accurate, like they, they, and it's, which isn't their fault. I'm not blaming them. But like, if somebody is like, you know what? Fuck that guy because they didn't get the full context or they felt attacked by something I was saying. Um, I, I get really bothered by that. And I feel like I need to like, uh, justify and be like, no, it's not like that. And most people Dude, can just be like, fuck just, that. That's just the dangers of the internet in general, because you can't, you can't express sarcasm via a tweet. Well, that's why people get mad and over text all the time. Because yeah. you can't, but like, dude, if I say I'm not fucking going to this event with you, I could see how it was like, what's wrong with the event? But also, if you know me, you know that I'm not literally never coming from an insulting or bad place unless it's a friendly poke, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, I just, I guess what I don't get, and you, this, you're a good perspective on this because you are completely different from me where you're like, all right, that's your problem. I for some But I'd also don't post on Twitter, so. Well, I, I know, but in general, even with people, if somebody is like, I really like, because I think about so many times that like, even people we've been friends with or people we've been in bands with, people will be like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. And be like, no, they're totally not. You just, you really have the wrong idea. Mm-hmm. I hate when people have that wrong idea about me. I shouldn't give a fuck at all, but I'm very bothered by it. Well, here, so here's my thing is like, it's not necessarily that I don't give a fuck if people think I'm an asshole or anything like that. I mean, I kind of don't, but my thing more is like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I, it's like, so 
I boil basically everything down to individual relationships, right? Like even like big topics, politics, you know, whatever. I boil it all down to the individual relationships that I have, meaning that I base what I like. I base my actions and things that I say based off of the individual that I'm specifically speaking to or if my actions would reflect upon or upset people that I care about. And what I mean by that is like, you know, if somebody, if somebody I know got offended by the word mustard, right. And, and that, that person would very adamantly be upset. If I said the word mustard, I would go out of my way to not say the word mustard. Now, if people in general got upset about me saying the word mustard and nobody who I knew directly got upset by it, I wouldn't really give a shit because I don't really, I don't really care about like public opinion or whatever. Well, uh, it's more like I really care about like if I'm going to upset somebody that I care about. And even when I do upset somebody that I care about, because I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't say stupid shit all the time. I'll go out of my way to make sure that that person is okay. But if I upset Joe Blow Twitter handle, you know, I don't, I don't give a fuck about that person. I don't know that person, you know, no offense to you if that bothers you, but like, I, I don't care. I don't know you. I don't give a shit if you hate me. Like, you and I also have a different threshold for how much we care about a person. Like, for example, um, if it's someone that you've known in passing, it's not really going to bother you. If it's someone that I've known off and on throughout the years, I obviously, I care about that person and I care about how they feel about me. And it's not so much like, I'm. it's not so much I'm worried about like, oh my God, my public opinion, because that, whatever. Well, yeah. It's, and it's, my, my field of who. I care about is very narrow. Like if you know who you are, if I care about you, you know who you are. Well, it's like pretty much everybody I've interacted with over a period of time, you know, even if like, even if they're not people that I text to be like, Hey, how are you? Even if they're people that I don't have their well, I don't number. Active, I don't actively talk to anybody. Well, and honestly, I just do on Twitter, but like yeah. if I'm, if I'm, even if it's somebody that I've just over years have had some form of relationship with, um, whether it's in passing, whether it's through music, even if it's not somebody that I check in with regularly, I, I do I care about them and so I also feel though that like it's weird because I have like these two parts of my brain one one side of my mind is like oh no why do they think that that's wrong and then the other side is if they know me why would they let that sure why why is the context not seen there and I, that like dichotomy I guess is the right word right. it really it but I think it's what, like I'm fighting with myself about it I think one of the things that you do though is <clears throat> so I separate people out by like. People I don't know at all, who I don't give a fuck about their fucking opinion. People who are acquaintances, like people that I know, but I'm not necessarily friends with. And then people that I'm close to. Those are like the three different, the the three different distinctions. And I think you hold people who you know, but you're not necessarily friends with to a higher standard than I do. Jimmy Green gives me shit for that a lot. He says, you give people the benefit of the doubt way too much, but also too man, like... I mean, you can give people the benefit of the doubt, but it's like, it's, it's more a matter of like, you, you give weight to their opinions more, I guess is what, is what it boils down to. Or you give weight to how they think or how they feel more as opposed to me. You know, if you're an acquaintance, I'll do my best to not offend you. But I really, at the end of the day, if you're like, oh, fuck that guy, I'm not going to talk to him again. I'm not going to get broken up about it. It's just like, I guess the way I work is like, if it's somebody I know, especially, so say it's somebody that. We know from the, we used to play shows with or whatever. Yeah. And I saw one of them say, and it's someone I know and I know how their brain works and I know their humor and I've been around them for years. If I see somebody say, uh, I'm not going on, I'm not going to watch a pathetic podcast with you. I'm not going to listen to that fucking podcast with you. I would just be like, well, <laughs> you fair, know, enough. Like, fair enough, whatever, you know, and then I know also where that person's coming from. So I know it's not an attack on me or what I'm doing personally. It's literally not even an attack on the podcast itself. It's literally someone just making a goof out of another person. Now, if I were to be like, dude, fuck that mother. And honestly, if it's not someone's cup of tea, whatever, not your cup of tea, who cares? But even so, like I could see where it would come from. If it was a complete stranger that was like, dude, fuck that waste of time. People. I hope they fucking die. Fuck waste. You know what I mean? Fuck those waste of time. People. I hope they fucking die. You know, all this shit. That's, that's different. Not that I would personally care, but I could see where it'd be taken that way. But if it's somebody you, you should know where they're coming from. And that's me placing too much fault on those people. Yeah. And not enough on me. I should be more aware, but it just, it really it it bothers me way more than it should if somebody's like because uh, I would hate to there to be a conversation where I'm not there 
And I'm, most people don't give a fuck about this type of shit, but... Uh, you'd be surprised. Th- like, for there to be a conversation where I'm not there and be like, oh, yeah, that guy fucked that guy. And now that other person who doesn't know me is like, fuck that guy. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I'm really like... I, we, could be, we could be friends, you know? <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. It bothers me. Yeah, see, I think that's like... And that's the thing with me is like... Uh, first of all, I write people off a lot easier than you do. Like, if yeah, you, if you burn true. a bridge with me, fuck you. I don't give a shit. You burnt that bridge. Secondly... Um, I like when I am close to you, I'm like, uh, I'm like a different, I'm like extra, I guess sometimes with my loyalty towards people to where like, you know, if you're in that, if you're in that group with me, if you're in that realm with me, I'll defend you to the fucking end unless you do something absolutely horrible. Like, and not like an argument, like I'm talking like if you steal from me or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Like even that, you know, and, and like. I'm not going to sit here and say that I've been wronged by everybody I fucking know, but I've been, I've, I've definitely had some like situations where I've forgiven people because of the loyalty level. But like when you hit that fucking threshold with me, right? Like when you go beyond and you hit that, you hit that point where you cross the line, uh, I can drop you. Like I, I don't care. I can drop people easily. Yeah. And I, I want to make it clear to maybe the two people that might watch this, but like you, you've known me for a very long time. So you know that this is not about some social media thing because I don't care about it. No, I really, it's, it's relationships. I, I make a joke. I make I joke about my Twitter and plug it a lot and Twitter and what the fuck ever, but it's really so not about that. It's not, it's, you know, you can confirm that I've always, always been that way. Yeah. Um, and it's because I just, man, I'm, I'm, maybe it's like an anxious tick or something, but it really, it, and it's funny, like I'll talk to some of the guys that uh, were that you know shut up fake links world that we're running fake links we have uh, the admins all have a constant conversation going and I'll ask them about it and they'll be like dude who gives a fuck and I'm like yeah I know but just hear me out for a second y'all are built differently than me and right. and it's just it's funny because I will and I don't I wish I wasn't this way but I will let stuff like that completely unravel me until it's resolved until I've like justified it to, right. and it's, I just man. No, I mean I've I've sat through the I've <laughs> sat through the hours and hours and be like, man, why does it why is it got to be like that? So yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think everybody's wired differently anyway. So there's plenty of people who think the way that you do. I think you're just around a lot of people who uh, like don't give as much of a shit, or at least give the appearance that they don't give as much of a shit. I mean, because like even me, you know, I I can you know I'm over here saying like I don't care, blah blah blah, but in reality, like I do get upset, uh, like from an exclusion side of things, right? Like if I feel like people are excluding me, I get upset the same way anybody else would and shit like that. And maybe it's not necessarily about talking about me, but it's like, um, you know, I can, I can feel that sense of like, uh, uh, you know, why, why, why do they even talk to me if I'm not really a part of this group type of shit? Well, like let's, let's take it and put it on And And so I'm glad you say that because it makes me feel a little bit less crazy. Cause I know I'm more an extreme case per usual. Yeah. I don't want to be, but that's just how it is. Say we take it and we blow it up to the most, um, extreme. Like say that someone said not the most extreme, but let's say that everybody thought you were a, a racist or a Nazi or something. Yeah. You you literally like if something is that big, way bigger scale, you can't be like fuck. I don't want everyone to think I'm a a, a racist. <laughs> you know, I don't want everyone to think I'm a you know. Yeah. And so it's like on a smaller scale, it's the same thing. It's not something that's like, because uh, I, I do exaggerate when I talk. It's not something that's keeping me up at night. But I sometimes like, man, that fucking right kind of fucking sucks, man. Yeah. No, I understand. And I mean, for stuff like that too, when it's like a bigger scale, like if something were to happen and like we were to be considered racist or whatever, based off of what we say here on the podcast, I'm sure that would be a completely different scenario for me. It's just for me, I limit myself so much. Like I limit myself on everything as far as interactions (laughs) and emotions go. Like that's part of the reason why I started doing the podcast in the first place was because I felt like I wasn't like, uh, uh, expressing myself maybe is the right way to say it but like i wasn't i wasn't healthily i'm not i don't healthily express my emotions or like i don't healthily like let people know how i'm feeling that's i mean that's kind of how it started like i sometimes i feel bad almost like i just completely ruined that because whenever it started it was I mean, a really we still good talk way about it yeah <laughs> we still talk about it but like i remember when you started this it was almost like you it was like all right this is my space to unload thoughts and then i came on here and i was like 90 90 like you know and but i mean that those are my thoughts too and i think that's like i think that's like why 
you know, I don't, uh, I don't get upset about like the super, I, I, I do the whole, like, you know, disappointed parent thing, but <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't actually bother me because like <clears throat> that is part of my personality too. And, yep. and, and like, you know, like we're talking about this like deep shit right now. And like every once in a while, if we get deep and we talk about it, I think that's fine. But once again, like before this, I wasn't letting any, like, dude, can you can you get, like name ten times where I told you how I was feeling about a situation? Not not really because a lot of times you would just brush it off as you can fuck that you know yeah, like, exactly. So I mean and, and you and I there was always times where we'd have those conversations but it wasn't like something we would do Dude, regularly. But it was, yeah, it's so like it's so specific to a situation and it's always going to be some like deep ass conversation like you know it's it was always going to be something like that so yeah i mean <clears throat> i think we kind of went off a little bit on on it like on on this whole thing but uh no i think it's um i think i think what you're saying is definitely like it's valid you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's not like you don't have to feel crazy about thinking like shit like that which i've told you that before but yeah I, and and you know there is part of me that no matter what no matter how genuine i know you're being there's a part where i'm like you're my friend so you have to say yeah. that but like <laughs> i mean i think too it's like i'm i know deep down that it doesn't make me crazy and i know that there's it's just like for some reason like i don't know for what because it's not that i don't know who i am or that i'm being a fake person it's that for some reason i need to be validated a lot and not feel like i'm a crazy person or i will spiral out and guess i'm a psycho but i'm just like and that's just kind of where my head's been lately um and i guess i've kind of touched on this jokingly whenever we first did an episode i think three or four months ago but um i'm like, and I'm, I know I'm more outward about this on Twitter, but I'm also like, I'm in a bit of a head trip right now because my, like, um, sobriety kind of messes with your head a little yeah. bit. Um, so sometimes like, I'll just be on like a memory trip or I'll just be starting feeling real stupid about things. Um, so, Which, you know, that yeah. is what it, I feel like, I feel like most people get that like mode to where like, they'll be thinking about shit yeah. and they think it's stupid or whatever, but Hey, you're valid. You're, your thoughts are valid. Your emotions are valid. Just say it. Just tell somebody what your emotions are, and I bet you you'll feel better well, about and, it. Yeah, and, and the the problem is, too, is that kind of the default and what we teach people, especially what we teach kids, and I know it's different now, like in the, I guess the Zoomers or whatever you can say, yeah. is that like a, a lot of people, like you're trained growing up to to not confirm that shit, not feel that way, not say anything about it. So it's like, it's not like I'm just like, oh, I need to, I just need to cry it out in a room where Enya is playing. It's not that, it's that sometimes I'm, I'm more the type to be like, hey guys, um, this is, this is making me feel a certain way. Anyone? And everyone's like, right out on the, and I'm just like, fuck, like, like either, either my brain is completely different from everybody else's or everybody else is just like hiding it. Well, and that's why I did, did it in like my whole thing is in a podcast format because in a lot of ways you can get, you know, you can get people like if, if anybody were to watch this and like respond to it and say like, Oh, I feel that way too or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I feel like with this format, I don't need it because I'm just kind of like putting it out to the ether. And if anybody wants to, understand me all they got to do is turn on my podcast and watch it yeah and it's also like i mean it's kind of like the same concept as putting it on paper because sometimes whenever like whenever you're just kind of um tossing something around in your head and then you get to see that manifested in some way whether it's on writing or whether it's on recording or whether it's in conversation it'll completely change the way you see it which actually um you know even our old band had songs about not going but later on i started going to therapy and it's so funny how shit that should be so obvious when you're thinking about it in your head. Um, he would, you know, the, the, the doctor, like even myself just saying stuff, they'd be like, well, maybe you think that because of this. And I'd be like, oh shit, that should be so obvious. And it's like just that alone. It's not that they're like, and how do you feel? It's that it's just one person who's there to kind of be like the, the tour guide through your own brain. And yeah. those are my words, not the doctor's. It's in... It's funny how like you'll you'll realize that almost even if you're just like with you just talking to a microphone about it, it can sometimes change your perspective and help you think about it better. Right. But and whenever I, I that, put that out there and I need response, yeah, it feels weird when I get crickets and makes me feel crazy. Right. And I think that I mean, but I think that goes to show too that like there is different um, there's different forms of like, I mean. I'm not a fucking mental health professional by <laughs> any means whatsoever, but I think there are like different forms of, of therapy, like for different people. And I think different things work differently. Yeah. Like for me, the reason why I, f- I feel like doing this is more comfortable than like going to a therapist or like talking one-on-one to somebody is like, I, I am not comfortable like giving my, like looking somebody in the eye and like 
laying shit out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never been, I've never been comfortable with that. I think like, you know, we, I mean, we can go into like why that is or whatever. I don't, I don't know a hundred percent, but like, yeah, like looking into somebody's eyes and being like, oh, this is what's wrong with me or whatever. No, yeah, I mean, that's not what I was, you know what I mean though. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying like at to, to the point of this conversation, I think, yeah. and, and like to put out there into the, into the fucking internet is like, uh, if you feel like shit, not necessarily just Pat, but if anybody feels like shit or feels weird or whatever, like you do need to take the time to find your own thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be therapy. It could be music. Music was, was what it was for me for a lot for years. years. It could be a fucking podcast and like, you know, you just got to figure that shit out. And that's part of it too, because like I probably, I probably failed and missed a big point here, which this was not a conversation about me. It wasn't trying to make it about me or relate to only me. It's something that, (coughs) that I struggle with a lot. And I, I noticed that people a lot of times, Sometimes even more behind closed doors will be more open and honest about that. Yeah. And so it's like, it's something that I just kind of put out there because like, if I just leave it, like it just, it, it was crazy to me how something that should be so small, like, oh, well, whatever they feel that way and they just don't get it, then whatever. But it's me being like, I need to give that person the credit and be like, maybe it's not, maybe it's not their problem. Maybe it's something that I'm doing and I got to figure that out and solve it. But it's like, I probably would live a lot longer if I just like, eh, well, um, but yeah, you know, but if anybody I mean, else does not, it, y'all aren't crazy. Yeah. It's whatever. not about, I'm not trying to just make it. I hope that well, you understand. I'm not yeah, just trying but, to make it about me. Right. But you can't really generalize things without giving the individual experience. Or Yeah. I mean, in, without the individual experience, it's not going to really hold anything. It's like reading a textbook. Right. Um, so that's why I kind of try to, and, and maybe part of this is. Because we talked about like justification, maybe part of this is justifying the way I am and putting it out there, almost like a disclaimer that I should just like wear a shirt of or something. Uh, but maybe like a uh, maybe like a corrosion shirt that's split vertically and one side is cream colored and one side. But and uh, I don't. On that side note, I don't. On that side note, I I don't always use humor to cope. Sometimes it's just I like humor. But yeah, we're we're naturally we're goofy people. We like to be goofy, but we're also people and i think that's sometimes that gets lost right in like in like personas and like even even so like going back to the whole like being on the internet and twitter thing is like at the end of the day even if that when you look at it on the screen is just a is just an at or whatever it's just at send a glad bag that's still it's still a person person, yeah you know that's still a person behind there somewhere and i think that's one of the reasons why i don't really do like the whole internet thing that i'm making it you realize by the way that the whole thing about my i have i have a very small amount of followers and that's just a meme i'm not really like like honestly if you don't understand that that's a joke then i don't why are you why are you (laughs) if you like if you you can back this up but if you go watch or read anything i post online that's something i would say in person to anybody so yeah yeah for sure but i think that's just like i think that overall like my whole like viewpoint on the internet in general is just like at the end of the day there is somebody behind that and like you know you got to understand that if you don't get what they're saying, it doesn't mean that they mean what you think it means. Well, which that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, I, I know what you mean, but like also at the same time too, I have to force myself to remember that, especially if, well, like I, I mean specifically in in any form of music music Twitter sphere, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that will will say things they don't really mean or just or or come or they really will have this personality that is that only Um, right and but they are a real person behind it but like i could see how it could be seen as being full of shit because there is so much of that that honestly the more when you're just shotgunning assumptions that's going to be the more correct one when it comes to anything online because you know but um i don't know i could go and (laughs) circle i mean i i definitely understand where you're where you're coming from and i get it i I feel like most people do understand that yeah you know what i'm saying like I, i don't think it's like I don't think uh, anything that we've said today is like super crazy news. I just like sometimes it is nice to just kind of like talk about it yeah. and, and just say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean I've I've definitely been back and forthing that um, for a while. And then uh, with the people that I talk to mostly about it are like, dude, it doesn't fucking matter. And I'm like, I know it doesn't matter, but it does to me because I'm this way. But I I I will be more willing to admit that I am the way I am than I used to be. Yeah. Um, which is why. Um, Every time we do a podcast or around, we put a 
we put fast forward to 2012 by a day to remember on in the room and we clear all the stuff out and we just, you know, we mosh it out in the room because my That's friends true. come first. And we disrespect our surroundings. Um, oh, speaking of which, sorry for the spine shattering topic change here. But, um, you know that song that's on the radio right now by Papa Roach? It's like, I think I need help. I've, drowning I've heard it. In I've, yeah, I've heard it. I wanted to, and this one I mean, take this however you want, internet. <laughs> but a few years ago, I think it was 2014, 2015, Papa Roach started putting out straight up, like, long t-shirt Balpatown music. <laughs> Do you remember this, dude? Yeah, I know. I know dude, what you're talking about. There was a song called Falling Apart where, like, it started out with a and I was like, oh, this is this. I was like, and they started touring with like all these warped tour like uh, metalcore bands. And I was like, dude, they're about to have the second comeback as a as like a rise core metalcore band. I was like, this is gonna be fucking so badass because it would be such a weird fucking direction for a a butt rock radio band to take to. And they did it good. It wasn't bad. And um, to me, and then I listened to that song, that new one that's on the radio, and I'm like. Y'all, this is this is y'all's fault. Y'all didn't appreciate this enough. We could have had long shirt Balpatow, long scallop t-shirt Balpatow, Papa Roach. But instead, y'all didn't appreciate it, and we're right back to the Scars era, everybody. But you didn't understand. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this episode. This has been a roller coaster ride of a fucking episode today. Yeah, this is what it's like being me. Uh, <laughs> at some point, I'll probably just n- shut down completely because I. Uh, it's a bit of a... Uh, a neck snapping shine splatter, splattering experience. Seinfeld. 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 My ep- my life is an episode of Seinfeld, and um, I'm Kramer, and every character is Kramer.